I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In this series, I help to demystify technology in the world of business. Join me as we explore how technology can make your business better. In this episode, we're chatting about email security. We're chatting about how risky email is, the types of methods to exploit email users, and what bad actors can gain from it. By the end of the episode, you'll have a clearer idea of how you can make your email more secure. I'm joined by Sam Hutchinson, co-founder of Sendmark. Sam, welcome. Hey guys, how's it going, man? Good, good, um, good. So we always start the show by uh, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? So I'm a, I studied, I like to start at university. I studied computer science. Um, the unfortunate thing is I, I tried to get a job in the dot-com crash, Oi. which meant that nobody would hire me. And what that meant is um, I had to build my own business. So I've been building businesses since I left university, and I've been fortunate enough to never have anybody accept me for employment or for a job. Yeah, so building stuff has been pretty cool. I built a couple of businesses since I left varsity, and I like to describe myself as a, a mildly charming nerd. I'm most comfortable typing. Um, less comfortable talking. We'll see how that goes today. Okay, cool. And um, what is your latest venture? Yeah, so it's worth knowing. Um, my latest venture is a business called Sendmark. Um, it's about two years old. And Sendmark solves a super important problem with email um, and email security. And maybe I can describe that problem. Is, is that useful? Should I get into it? Or what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, that, that is actually my first question um, where I said, so email has been around for ages and I think everybody is so used to it. Is it, is it possible that uh, email in today's world can still uh, pose a security risk? In a business, yeah, so let's let's talk about mail, right? Um, the truth is, is that mail is totally boring. I mean, whenever I talk about email, nobody gets excited or anything <laughs> like that. But the reality is that every single business in the world uses it, right? So we have something that nobody's excited about, but every company uses it every single day, right? So that's like an enormous problem. Um, the other problem with mail is that when it was invented, the internet was a completely trustworthy place. So when people sent a mail from themselves, you knew it was that person. Now, let's take a step back. There's a fundamental security flaw in email. And that security flaw is that right now, a cyber criminal can send an email from just about anybody. So I don't know. I'd like to pick on some people. So Yako, for example, I could send an email from you right now. Um, I could send one from Gareth at Cliff Central. We could probably send one from the president of South Africa. We can actually send an email from their address, right? And that problem is called spoofing or impersonation, right? Okay. Our goal is to globally stop that. Imagine if all fake mail on the internet stopped. That's what we're here to do, right? I mean, can I pick on people? Or is that like, or is it bad yeah, manners? Let's go. Right? Let's go. Yeah. So if we look at banks like NetBank, I could send a mail from you right now from the CEO of NetBank to you. Right. And cyber criminals are doing this all the time. This sort of impersonation and spoofing problem is happening all the time. Right. Um, I'm sure every single one of us has heard of a story where somebody received a fake invoice from somebody and they paid that fake invoice into somebody's bank account and people lost money. Now, that's happening all the time. You guys have heard those stories. Am I correct? Yes, yes. I've heard. I've heard that. Especially, um, uh, you, you know, when you when you pay a transfer uh, lawyer for your for a property or something like that. And then, uh, yeah. you know. 
Yes, so that's happening all the time. That's in conveyancing, right? So when people are paying for property transfers, what's sometimes happening is there is that the, the conveyancing attorney is getting impersonated and a fake invoice is getting sent from them and then money's paid into the wrong trust account. But I've seen these sorts of attacks happening in the in the VC space, so venture capital paying their funding into the wrong bank accounts. I've seen it happening all over the place. Now, that problem starts with impersonation and spoofing. Now, we want to stop that. Imagine if we can stop that, what an effect we can have on the world. That's right. it's quite a it's quite an ambitious goal. That sounds like. Yeah, um, I think it's important to think about what. Sorry, at Mark, we have like we have big goals. Um, you know, right now we're focusing on email, but our mission as a company is to make the internet a safer place, and that's what we live by every day. We've just started with a very important problem in email, in that fake mail can be sent. Now we want to stop that. When we finish with this problem, and. Just to let you know, in the markets that we operate, there are 50 million organizations that are vulnerable to what we do. Right? Wow. So that's how many organizations we're going to be attempting to service over the next couple of years. We'll see if we get that right. Why? So you asked me, is email – yeah, you go. Why are they uh, so vulnerable? Is it a – Is it a, 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 is people almost just, just gotten used to it or do, or do they not understand what's, uh, what the risk is? No, I think that there's technically – so let's take – yeah, let's take another step back. The problem with email is that there are many companies in the world that give you a mailbox. There's people like Microsoft or Google. And when these guys are receiving mail from different domains, it's technically, it hasn't been possible for them to know that the mail that they're receiving is actually sent by the organization. So let's say that I'm sending a mail from, let's say, NetBank, for example. If I just spin up a server somewhere and I send that mail from NetBank, the receiver has no way of technically knowing that what they're receiving is actually sent by NetBank, right? That's a problem, right? So there's only recently, a couple of years ago, a global technical standard, which is something called DMOC, and this global technical standard allows organizations to make sure that cyber criminals can't send mail from them. Receiving servers are now able to make sure that the mail they receive is actually authentic and legit. We're just helping organizations implement this global technical standard, right? So you ask why people have not paid attention to this. There just hasn't been an answer. And this answer was only invented by governments and by tech companies. It was only invented a couple of years ago. And our goal is to just globally implement the standard for everybody. Am I talking too much? No, no, no. This is perfect. So, um, uh, and Sam, so you you use the term spoofing. Then I've also heard other terms like uh, phishing and malware and all that type of stuff, which I think is also mostly email related. Um, can can you maybe explain to us uh, what what phishing involves? Yeah, so phishing is really just a a mechanism that attackers use to steal content from you right so imagine you receive a mail and then you click on a link in that mail and it goes to some place and then you capture your information or your login details phishing is just a a result of a mail attack right um malware is really i would say it's like um installing attacking software or viruses is a term that people are used to on your computers or on your servers malware is some sort of bad acting piece of software now all of those things, phishing attacks, malware, those can actually very easily be distributed with spoofing and phishing. Because imagine I send you a mail from the CEO of Cliff Central. The chances of you clicking on that are incredibly high because you trust mail that comes from the CEO of Cliff Central, right? 
Yes. So spoofing and impersonation is almost like it's the gun used to shoot the bullets, right? <gasps> if that makes sense. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so so I almost cannot imagine any business that that doesn't have this problem uh, unless they've now paid attention to it and and um, fix whatever they need to fix. Um, wh- uh, why do you? So, so I mean, we we. You use the example of, of for example, um, uh, I think there's a monetary element or, or motivation behind it. Um, why do these bad actors uh, do these mail attacks and all that type of stuff? Uh, let's say now I've woken up and I'm not going to give them any bank account details. Is there, is there, other than stealing money from me, is there other benefits for them in, in terms of doing this, this uh, email hacking, if we can call it that? Yeah, I suppose, I mean, all bad actors, they want some sort of, they either want to steal information, which they're using for some sort of financial gain, or they want to just get some sort of financial gain, right? So those are the most common things that we see. So um, I think if a bad actor is getting some sort of large sum of money, they've won. Um, and that's really what they're looking to achieve. So, I mean, I'll share with you the largest loss I've dealt with personally is a 100 million rand. Um, I mean... Wow. That's like enough money never have to work again, right? And it's just done with email fraud. A hundred million rand paid into the wrong bank account and the money was lost. Gone. Gone. Jeez. So, yeah, I mean, that's like, it's insane. That's enough to leave you speechless. <laughs> um, yeah, now what happens is the poor two companies that lost this money, they're now suing each other, but they're not actually the bad guys. You know, the bad guys are the people that stole the money, and they're like, I don't know, in the Comores now having a great time. Um, so I, I just feel, yeah, that's the bad actors. Um, what are the other reasons that they do this? I mean, there's there's lots of ways of them stealing data. So with phishing attacks, you can steal people's data, and then that data can be used to, like, attack server infrastructure or many different things. Um, we see ransomware distribution attacks happening, um, loads of stuff. I mean... Some of the crypto guys are getting attacked this way. A lot of people are trying to hack their login details and steal their um, all of their Bitcoin. So that's happening a lot. Um, does that answer some of your questions? Yeah, yeah, I think definitely so. And and part of the reason why I asked the question is is um, what I find uh, specifically in the in the in the SME space. Um, there's a well, my perception is there's this general perception that, uh, you know, security, uh, is for the big companies. You know, we're such a small little company. Who's going to, who's going to try and hack us or, or do something with us? Um, but I mean, the way that you're explaining to us is, is every, every single business that's using email should really, really, uh, wake up and pay serious attention to this. Yeah, I think that's, um, so let's get like technical and serious, right? So, if you look at the Gartner Security Port, Gartner Security Report of a couple of, I think it's two or three years ago, they said that email is one of the top five attack vectors for an organization, right? If you look at organizations like the Hague, which is the European Security Council, they say that DMARC is one of the top three things that an organization should implement of any size, right? So these are super important things to do. Now, if we talk about the size of an organization, I deal with conveyancing companies who are three lawyers, um, and they are losing home transfers, which is like can be millions of rounds yeah. in failures. And that, these are small companies losing large amounts of money. I've also seen, it's also interesting, there's certain sectors which are 
it's just traditional. Their security is not necessarily up to scratch. So we see it in some of the industrials and the manufacturing. The security is almost been an afterthought, and they actually get attacked a lot. Like I see the mining sector getting attacked a lot because they have such huge transaction amounts. Um, small companies. Um, what's the smallest guys that I've dealt with? The travel agents. So we worked with a yeah. travel agency. What is happening with them is that they do bookings for schools. So they, they're actually booking large tours at a time. And an attacker impersonated their domain. And, yeah, the the school paid into the wrong bank accounts. And they the whole under-16A hockey team didn't go on tour. Right. Now, this is just a two-person travel agent. So, yeah, it's happening to small businesses all the time. And, and quite yeah. pervasive. Yeah, does that what, answer your question? Uh, what would you say, uh, I don't know if we can call it uh, compliance or non-compliance, uh, if you had to take a, a, a guess in the South African business arena, how many how many businesses have the, this email uh, DMARC set up uh, done properly or how many, how many still needs to pay attention to this? Yeah, so we analyze the markets all the time. Um, so what's important about DMARC is you can actually look up any organization in the world. So, for example, sorry to pick on Cliff Central, but I can mm-hmm. see that I can send a mail from Gareth. No problem. That'll be pretty easy. And we've analyzed all the organizations on the JSC. So 60% of the organizations on the JSC have still not implemented DMARC, mm-hmm. even though their perimeter email security is actually very good. So we talk about perimeter email security as like your anti-spam. So whether or not you're using a product like Microsoft or Google or other great companies in South Africa, organizations like Mimecast, um, international people like Proofpoint, they have phenomenal perimeter security, right? And we respect those organizations a lot. But DMARC is the global technical standard that stops attackers sending mail from you, right? Now, if we look at the JSC, 50% of the organizations on the JSC have not solved this problem. Now, these are the companies with some of the best tech guys in the country, and they haven't got this right yet. Wow. It's not just South Africa. If we look at the EU, 70%. If we look at the US, 72%, right? Um, So South Africa is actually doing pretty well, and I'd like to think that we at Senmark have helped that. Now, probably presented maybe 3,000 times over the past two years <laughs> with my team to different organizations and every company we put to, they want to solve this problem. They're actually being pretty proactive. Be impressed. Uh, that, that was actually my question is, is, I mean, once it comes onto people's radar, is it easy for them to understand um, uh, how important this is? Yeah. So I worry that like I'm just directing this conversation to, to Sendmark. So Sendmark is a DMARC only business, but there are many other things that you need to do about email security. So my, my experience is in DMARC. And when we present DMARC to organizations, they're actually very receptive. I've been impressed. One in three companies that we present this to say, yes, please solve this for us. And they do it within two months of us presenting to them. So it's actually, I've been quite impressed with CISOs and CIOs in South Africa. They, they think it's important and they want to solve it. Yeah, and then um, and then um, I think the other important question for me is is um, uh, I think again coming back to the SME space when customers uh, hear about security and Gartner and global and this and that uh, one gets the impression that uh, you're in for for millions and millions and millions. Is it is it um, 
Is this affordable for, for, for every company? And I mean, I understand it's probably in context of what, what is it that you're willing to lose because, uh, you know, you've got a, a, a front door open somewhere. But, uh, but how, how, uh, is it a, is it a difficult thing to implement? Yeah. So I feel like I'm selling here, but I'm going to, I'm going to try not to. So we'll implement this technical standard for you. Um, if you're a small organization, less than 10 people for 500 bucks a month. Wow. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, and my engineers will configure all your mail environments, and yeah, and we'll take you to we call it a call it a, call it a score of five out of five. So if you go to the Senmark website, you can actually test your domain safety score. And if you're a three or lower, you need some help. Right. So for example, sorry, Yaka, I just picked on you. You can scoring a two out of five. Um. So. For an organization like you guys, it'd probably be about 500 bucks a month for a fully managed service which gets solved. Well, and I mean, for that, yeah, you know, that's just, um, and then, um, how is it a, is it a, a long and tedious process? Is it going to take a lot of resources for me to implement? And that's what's been interesting. So in the early days of Denmark, we built this product, um, that we hoped people would buy and they did start buying it and we did pretty well. Um, but we noticed that not enough of our comp- of our customers were actually doing the work. So you're talking about the long and tedious process, right? They just didn't know how to do it. Um, and we sat down with like our team and we thought like, look, our mission is to make the internet safer. We can't just sit on a chair and like let people suffer just because they haven't got the time to do this. And that's sort of when we said, okay, it's going to be our responsibility to actually go and do the work for all the customers. And that's what we started doing. We put our hands up. So you just give us a few login credentials and we go and configure all your stuff for you. You don't even have to worry about it, right? And then our systems automatically take care of it. So if somebody like you had to take more than 10, if we had to take more than 10 minutes of your time to implement this, uh, we're failing. Wow. Right? I uh, and yeah. I, to me, I think that's the that's probably the, the the biggest problem in the in the SME space from a security perspective is uh, you know a lot of times when you have conversations, uh, a customer will say, "I'm just not technical. I don't understand anything of what you guys are doing," and um, and I I just love the approach where where the customer uh, can just uh, hand it off to to professionals and say, "Okay, right, uh, show me the result when it's done, and and in, and then I can uh, sleep safer at night." Yeah, I think that that's like, like when I talk about these acronyms like DMARC and SENMARC, I mean, should a customer even care? That's kind of the way that we believe. Like we should just describe this problem to the customer and tell them that it will be solved. Um, and that's all that they, they want to like, if they're selling shoes, they don't really want to worry about their mail security. Like some engineer needs to solve that problem. Um, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm You're listening. Uh, all years. So, and and uh, again, for me, yeah. uh, I think, and I have this conversation often. E- everybody can understand that they have to pay uh, X amount of uh, money for a mailbox every month. You know, if you take that that um, sort of uh, pricing that you mentioned now, whatever you know, it's it's maybe another. 10, 15 rand per user on top or, or whatever, whatever way you want, you want to look at it. Um, it's, it's, it's almost, uh, you, you cannot afford not to have it. It's just, uh, I, I guess getting the message out there and educating businesses around how important that, uh, setup is. 
Yeah, that's that's true. Um, and I think that we got to solve that problem. I don't think that there's a... It's an interesting thing when... And I give this sort of thought to a lot of business owners. Like a lot of things that we that we complain about as business owners is like how, the customers just don't understand. I'm like, I hate that. Yeah. It's like, they sh- who gives a shit if they don't understand? That's your job to help them understand or to make it simpler or or should they even care, right? I mean, just solve their problems so that they can carry on running their businesses um, is I think like a message we should all be thinking all the time. So if our strategy is actually not about educating the customer, we have another route to market, um, which is means that the customer is hopefully just buying the stuff as part of their package. And okay. yeah, that's a whole nother conversation about distribution and all those sorts of things. I worry that we're talking a lot about Sendmark and Sendmark business now when I should be describing email security and trying to give people some. No, no, no. I think, I mean, it's, it's exactly what uh, sort of where I wanted uh, this to go because, you know, again, and as you say, I think the minute uh, you talk about email security in general, um, you know, there's so, there's so many different components to it or whatever. And, and, and that might get into the, into the complication um, component of it. So, um, Sam, if, if I'm no, I always use the example um, because I mean one of the things that we that we like to do almost in line with what you're saying now is we like to make it real. If I'm now a, a, a small to medium uh, enterprise um, business owner and I listen to this and and uh, where do I even start? How, how do I get a view of of how uh, safe my mail is? Yeah, so what I would do is um, I would go to sendmark.com and on the sendmark.com website, you can just test your domain, right? So you'll see on our website, it'll say something like know your score um, and just test your score. You know, if you're scoring less than three, three or less, just work to you. Um, you can contact us. We give most organizers, well, we give every organization a free analysis at no charge. We will do some analysis for you and we'll give you a project plan on how to fix this. If you want us to do this for you, unfortunately, you'll need to start paying. Um, but if you want to do it yourself, we'll just give you those guidance, that guidance. Okay, well, that's that fantastic. Uh, so I, uh, for me, uh, you, you know, and, um, we, we laugh now about how you started the conversation by saying, you know, emails, emails, probably one of the most boring topics that there is but when we when we think about um, and yeah. I, I have this conversation often because uh, me personally I, I hate email because it, I just uh, I always call it an unproductivity tool but there's no business in the world that can live without email mm-hmm. now it's so it's so integrated integral to every business and um, and maybe because it's been around for so long you know we're so complacent that we just go oh, oh you know um, and I love the, the approach that you guys have and um, you know the, the this this uh, ownership that you take and just just taking that complexity away from business uh, I mean to me this was such a refreshing chat it's it's amazing and you guys make it easiest like you say you go to sendmark.com and you test and and there's nothing technical about it uh, if your score is below three then you know you need you need to do something about it yeah that's right and we can I think we, we give you some hints about what you need to fix or if you can just contact us I mean yeah, and we'll we'll help you out. And we do have other competitors in the world. So if you don't work with us, you're welcome to work with one of our competitors. Um, just get the job done, right? Um, a lot of people ask me, like, why do we tell people to work with competitors? Look, and the truth is, I hope you work with us, yeah. right? Like, don't get me wrong. I won't. <laughs> but what's more important is that you just, every organization needs to just be safe. 
I promise you, if one or two companies don't work with us, there's enough business out there. We'll do fine. But what will really make me happy is if organizations just secure their domains. That'll be great. And it's like you say, uh, the 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 goal is just to make the internet a safer, safer place. I mean, I mean, how, how much better can you ask for? Yeah, it sounds a bit cheesy when I say that sort of stuff, but I, I promise you that's our guiding mission and light, and we're driven by that purpose every day. Um, that's, that's how we operate at Zenmark. It's like it's always nice to have some sort of mission because it keeps you honest, right? Um, like if we had to sell, I don't know, some shoes, it doesn't really make the internet a safer place. No. So <laughs> we're probably not going to do that. <laughs> okay, cool. okay, excellent. Sam, thank you very much. That was uh, that was a great conversation, um, and uh, I hope to have you back uh, uh, in, in the future. Cool, man. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Thanks. I really enjoyed chatting to you. Um, back to us all. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to demystify technology so that you can make smarter decisions for your business. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central Apple website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you're looking for help with uh, communications tools in your business, make sure to visit catalytic.co.za.